Welcome, everybody, to episode 20 of Untangling Web3 Webs, the Web3 Webs podcast hosted by me, your host, excuse me, I'm getting off mixed up. It's early in the morning. I'm your host, Expo Hiti, a.k.a. Spirit Bear. Uh, Today, my co-host, Anointed Steps, is not with me. She's got a stomach bug, so she's dealing with that. Um, She will be back hopefully next time. Uh, So today, uh, we're going over the third presentation in the course. This is a free self-guided course on all things Web3. You can find it by going to web3webs.page. All the links are available in the description there as well. Um, And if you're listening in from uh, the Colin app, you're not gonna be able to see all the things that I have up on the screen here. Um, So if you do wanna see what I have going on on the screen, just head over to YouTube and check it out there or you can join us live in the spatial audience, the actual um, digital audience here in the metaverse. Um, And then you can join us there in the studio, hang out with us and even uh, hang out afterwards to ask questions and, um, you know, chat and whatnot. So if you want to do that, you're going to have to pick up your studio pass. There is a link available in the description um, as well as on the website. So just go ahead, pick up your studio pass, have it in your wallet when you connect to the room, and then you'll be granted access. Uh, So if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can always uh, still get uh, all the presentations and the podcast for free by listening in here or on YouTube and then going to the website. Um, So today, like I said, we're going through the third presentation. We've already gone through the first and second in previous episodes. And then we had Anointed come in here and and give us uh, some information on some cryptos. So now that um, she's given a little bit about that, we're actually going to go further deep dive into crypto, uh, specifically, you know, with crypto assets to explain how their functions are, you know, what they are, um, how they can be used, all those different things. And um, first, let me premise by saying that, of course, this show is uh, completely, you know, done from the research of myself and others. Um, this is not in any way uh, sh- something that you should be taking as you know, legal, tax, or financial advice. This is just me gathering information and then sharing it with you, um, because I believe that this information should be free and available to the public. There are people out there who try to take this information and sell it for obscene amounts of money um, and oftentimes, you know, are, are limiting you with the information they're providing. So here we are. We're trying to provide, you know, ac- equal access, free access to as much information as possible on getting, you know, going within the Web3 space, leading everything from basic finance to uh, crypto and blockchain, you know, smart contracts, all the different things available out there. So with this presentation, we're going to be going through crypto assets specifically, like I said. Um, But first, let me start off here with a quick little market overview. The market has been moving a little bit, not too much, it's been going pretty sideways. Um, But with the setup that's happening here, I think that we're going to start seeing some more movement. Right. So let me open up my screen here. Okay. If you're not on uh, YouTube or spatial, you're not going to be able to see everything. So I'm going to try and be as descriptive as possible. Okay. Um, So a few weeks back, um, I made a prediction. Let's see here. Yeah, back on the 16th of December, I made a prediction that um, with this red line here that came down 
to about 16,500, went up to the top level of the triangle that was forming at 18,300, and then continued to bounce around that level um, before finally breaking down. That was the prediction I made. <clears throat> I also made the prediction that we could break down earlier um, if, if uh, we no longer <clears throat> continue to make it through this, um, this triangle pattern. And actually that's looking like what's going to happen to me. Um, you know, we never actually got that retest of the upper level of the triangle. We did get one back here in, on the 14th of December. Um, but in my opinion, if we were really going to make a move upwards, we're going to need to see another retest of that triangle pattern. Um, so that if we do go like right now, there is a chance that we could shoot up um, to around the 18,200 or 300 level. And that would give me more confidence that we could break through the triangle. But for now, it's really looking bad. Um, you know, we, we never, like, after that first drop that initially happened that I predicted, we never recovered from it. We continued to go sideways. We actually broke down out of the triangle. And now it seems like it's hitting its head on that, um, that resistance line, right? That, that support now became resistance. Um, so if, if it can break through this resistance line and hold it, then we may see some more movement upwards, but right now it's really not looking good. Um, so just prepare, don't have your money on exchanges, right? Don't have, um, they keep all your crypto off the exchanges, put it into your wallets and just get ready. Cause, uh, I mean, have your, your, um, have your gunpowder ready, right? The uh, cash sitting on the side, ready to go have it ready because once this does actually drop down, it's not going to be there for long. Um, maybe even put in limit orders if if you're going through the presentations. Actually, the presentation today will go through that a little bit. Um, if you're putting in limit orders, you can catch it once it does drop down. Um, so, you know, try and uh, hold on one second. All right. Sorry. Try and get uh, into that and figure out how to do that, because um, that will be probably the best way to make sure that you're getting these low prices. Um, otherwise you're going to be sitting at the screen all day and, and possibly miss it. And you're going to be upset. So limit order is probably the way to go for this right now. I would be setting my limit orders around the $15,000 level. Um, maybe even a little bit lower, you know, like I would set out limit orders going on the way down. So probably right here around 15,200, which is the bottom of this channel, I would be setting a limit order, you know, for like maybe 10% of what I actually want to buy. And then another level down, maybe like 14,500, I'll set another limit order for, you know, another 10% or maybe 20%, right? And then you continue this pattern all the way down until you get to the, uh, the point where you think that could be bottom level price. Um, of course, you know, there's no way to completely predict where exactly it's going to go. It's more about ranges than it is about exact numbers. Um, so I try to do that, you know, and, and try to... Um, What's it called? Compensate for the ranges that it could be going through. Um, so, we like I said, we did see a little bit of booming up today, but really, it's it's hitting its head pretty hard on this um, resistance line. So, if it can't break through, make this resistance back into support, then yeah, we're we're headed down, folks, <laughs> and um, we're going to be heading down to the levels that I've been talking about here for the past like six months, um, and. We're, we're almost there. It's like, it's, it's like, I see it 
you know, I see it at the end. It's it's crazy. Um, knowing that like for this long, I've been trying to say this. All right. So let's, uh, let's move a little bit more into the rest of the market here really quick. Um, Bitcoin up 1% for the day. Um, let's see what we got here. Some of the bigger gainers. Let's go. Yeah, not too much actually today. That's it's it's been moving pretty sideways lately in the market. Um, Cardano has a six percent increase, up to one and a half cents. Not too crazy, but or excuse me, that was up one and a half cents. Uh, so it's up to twenty six cents. So not too crazy, but man, you know, these prices that we're looking at here, folks, are some incredible, incredible bottom level prices. Um, of course, they are going to go a little bit lower, in my opinion. But this is a good time to start maybe picking stuff up, um, you know, just small increments at a time, but set in, um, you know, just don't don't overdo it right now. Like you do not want to just go and buy it all in right now because you're putting yourself at risk for losing, you know, up to half of your your value. So you don't want to do that because um, I believe that there's still. You know, think about it this way, right? If Bitcoin is going to be dropping down, let's say, let's, let's do this. I'm going to do the numbers here, right forward. Um, okay, so if Bitcoin goes the, the way that I've been predicting for the past, you know, few months now, and it has been, um, let's see. So we have another, wow, yeah. So we have another like 10 to 13% to go down for, for Bitcoin. And that's going down to the 14,500 level. Um, yeah. So think of it this way, right? If if Bitcoin, usually the way it goes is is for every one percentage point that Bitcoin goes up or down, the altcoin market will go up an average of five to ten percent, or up or down, right? So if Bitcoin goes up one percent, altcoins go up five to ten. If Bitcoin goes down one percent, altcoins go down five to ten, um, possibly more, right? That's an, that's an average, but. That's how you can kind of gauge um, how all this is going to work out, right? So if you think about it, okay, Bitcoin can go down 10 to 13%, right? Let's, let's just go 10, make it easy. If Bitcoin goes down 10%, what does that mean? That means that you could lose up to, what, 30 to 50% of your value, right? Yeah, so that is not good. Of course, the value will return over time. but why buy it at that high price when you can just buy it lower later, right? Um, of course, this is not a guarantee. You got to be very careful and, and time it right. But it's much better to try and buy at these lower level prices than, you know, buying higher, closer to the top and expecting a more return. Um, now, I do want to say, too, that you you don't want to get too stingy, right? You don't want to be like, oh no, I'm only gonna wait until it hits fourteen thousand, then I'm gonna buy. Like, you don't want to do that either because, you know, if the market does go a different way than you're predicting, you're gonna miss out on that. So that's where those limit orders come into play. Um, you know, setting the limit orders up on the way down so that you're not missing out. And that's about it for the charts. I would say, you know, there's not much going on in the market. Like I said, it's moved pretty side, pretty far sideways. We are hitting that resistance level, so we could break through it. Uh, but in my opinion, we're going to break back down. So, all right, let's continue on here. Uh, we're going to go through the presentation now. Again, for those who are new to the room, thank you for joining. Please make sure you're liking, subscribing, all that good stuff. We're going through all things Web3. 
Um, today we're going through the third presentation in the free self-guided course called Web3Webs. You can find it at web3webs.page. And we are streaming live from the metaverse here in spatial.io. Um, so you can join us live in the studio audience if you'd like by getting a studio pass. The link is in the description. Or you can check us out on YouTube and see us uh, see everything we're doing there. Um, all right, let's continue on. Today, if you want to go to follow along with what I'm doing, pull up the browser, go to web3webs.page. I'll give you a second there. Once you're on that page, just simply scroll down. It's going to show you the four steps uh, of the different four presentations. Step one, two, three, four, obviously. Start with um, one if you're just getting started, but today we are on the third one. So if you missed the previous two, you can go back to the other um, episodes and listen to those, or just go through them yourself and, and come back with questions if you'd like. All right, we're going to go through it. Click on the third one, Crypto Assets. going to pull up this presentation here i would i would just reject the cookies you don't really need the cookies um all right go ahead hit play same structure as the previous presentations you know it's got the different categories here and within each category it expands um so let's see here we'll start with vocabulary check um same thing as the other presentations as well. Um, many of the words within these, you know, within this vocabulary section, um, are used in other spaces in other ways. But they are, you know, I'm I'm helping you to understand them as they relate to the Web three space here. Um, so we have many many different terms. Um, each presentation, as it goes forward, does get bigger uh, because there's more information. So there is a lot more terms and a lot more, um, you know, different spaces in this pro uh, presentation. So let's start off with a couple of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. You'll have to go through the rest of them yourself, but just some of the quick ones here. Um, portfolio, right? Oops. Portfolio is a list of assets owned by a certain account, giving the values and other information on each one. Um, very, very simple, right? Cryptography. Cryptography is a very um, you know, prominent concept throughout this entire Web3 space. It's a science using specific techniques to create complex writing systems like codes and ciphers. Uh, and all blockchains run on a system of complex code. For example, Ethereum uses a coding language called Solidity. Other blockchain uh, use different languages like Solana, which uses Rust, Tezos, which uses Michelson and Ligo, and there's other ones as well. Um, and it's similar to like computer coding languages, right? And oftentimes they're the same ones. So that's that. Um, price action, that's a good one. The direction that the price of an asset moves at any given time. We're always watching the price action. Um, let's see here. Trading pairs refers to the two assets in a given trade. For example, BTC against USD, which means you're trading Bitcoin against the US dollar. Um, or ETH against ADA, which means you're trading Ethereum against Cardano, right? So these are trading pairs. Um, and there are many different trading pairs within this space because there's many different cryptos. And the trading pairs also depend on what market you're in, which we'll get to later. 
So you can see there's a bunch of terms here, um, like ROI, KYC, HODL, FOMO, right? All these different terms. These are all terms that are used within the Web3 space um, that are acronyms. So like KYC, it stands for Know Your Customer. Um, it's a way for um, different you know, exchanges and businesses operating in the US to identify the customer's information that they're using so that they can comply with laws and regulations. Um, market capital, that's a good one. The total dollar value of an asset found by multiplying the circulating supply by the price. And this is explained more later, but basically, right, you're taking the total supply, the to like what's actually out there, the circulating supply, and then you're multiplying that by the price. That's giving you what's called market capital. And that's something that we use very often here in the space when we're trading. So we'll, we'll go over that some more later. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot more terms here. You can go through and read them, but we're going to skip forward here. All right. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. Okay. So once you're done with the vocabulary, the next section is going to be what is crypto? Very simple, right? So crypto is most commonly thought of as cryptocurrency. However, this is a very limited way to view it. <clears throat> while many crypto assets are often, uh, af well, excuse me, while many crypto assets often act similarly to currencies, not all of them do. These crypto assets all have underlying technology meant to solve a specific problem. The term crypto is used to refer to the cryptographic algorithms that solve complex transactional equations. And we're gonna get more into that now. Um, so we have different examples here of crypto. We have Bitcoin, Ethereum, altcoins, meme coins, micro caps, ICOs and IDOs, right? Like lots of different things here. Um, first, <clears throat> most important in my opinion, we'll go through Bitcoin here. So Bitcoin is the most widely known crypto asset because of its incredible success um oops hold on one second my chat here disappeared on youtube let me just go back and check that okay good so um because of its incredible success and its historical volatility volatility is another term that we went through in the in the um vocab i didn't go through it just now but you know you can go through it yourself it's basically when price action is changing a lot um so Bitcoin was launched in 2009 with the intention of making peer-to-peer -peer digital payments simple, secure, and verifiable without the need for a bank or other financial institution. Bitcoin is one of the best performing assets in history. Many people have been able to earn large profits by mining Bitcoin or trading it through the volatility. But keep in mind, this is not the way that you should view Bitcoin. It is not meant for a way for you to get rich. It is meant for you to actually have a way to trade peer-to-peer -peer without the need for those banks and intermediaries like we talked about, right? Um, and to have trust in that system. So the Bitcoin white paper. The Bitcoin white paper is a document written by Satoshi Nakamoto, a pseudonym used by anonymous developer or group of developers, no one's sure. It outlines their idea for a decentralized digital asset made secure by using blockchain technology and was used to create what is known as Bitcoin. Below is a direct link to the white paper. 
It is recommended that you read it and research anything you do not understand. We may also have discussions about it in one of the weekly meetings. Um, and that is talking about um, this podcast, actually. So if anybody wants me to go through uh, on one of these episodes and actually go through the Bitcoin white paper, um, just send in you know, your questions or your comments on the, on the different uh, platforms, and then we'll go ahead and do that one day. One day, excuse me. Otherwise, just go ahead to the presentation and the link to the white paper is there and you can read it on your own time. Um, but it is highly recommended that, that you read it, um, as well as other white papers of cryptos and different assets that you're looking to get into, because it's going to give you the overview that you need to have more confidence in your investment. Um, digital gold. Many believe that Bitcoin acts as a digital gold, not only because of the similarities with mining, but also because it performs well um, as a long-term store of value. Of course, not right now, right? Not short-term, long-term store of value. The fact that there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin in existence that can be mined, and the last Bitcoin will be mined in 2140, the year 2140, means that it is an asset that does not inflate. That is very important. We're going to get to that, right? We talked about inflation in the previous uh, presentation. If you missed that, go ahead and look into it. Um, for this reason, many projects, uh, many, pro excuse me, for this reason, many project Bitcoin to reach high numbers in value, reaching as high as a million USD per one Bitcoin. This is purely speculation. However, it has been able to reach 70,000 USD even though it is a new asset. So that's, you know, pretty impressive. So well surpassed, you know, the value of a dollar, the value of gold, silver, platinum, you name it. Um, stocks, like it's, it's surpassed all that. You know, it's incredible. This is one of the first times in history something like this has happened. But there's a problem with Bitcoin. Bitcoin on its own is very limited because it was built for a specific purpose, making it difficult to use for more than what it was built to do, which people constantly try to do. Bitcoin is meant to be a peer-to-peer -peer payment system and a possible store of value, and that is it. When people continue to try and add other things to it, it's only taking away from the original idea, right? It is not a way to get rich. It is not... Um, you know, a way for you to go and sell a bunch of NFTs. It is not, and that's another thing we'll get into later. Um, you know, all these different things, right? It's, it's literally meant for people to be able to send money from one person to another without needing a bank or any of that taking fees along the way. Um, of course, you do have to pay network fees for different networks, but that's another story. Um, and that's not the it's nowhere nothing nothing in comparison to the way that everything is done in normal banking um so also by using a proof of work blockchain again and that's going to be explained more later some pro or, or actually it was explained in the last presentation my bad by using a proof of work blockchain that was explained in the last presentation some problems arise with scalability right building it out making it bigger because of this, different layers had to be built to expand its capabilities. In response to this need for extra layers, things like the Lightning Network was created. Lightning Network. Um, Lightning Network is used 
in many different areas across the world, including El Salvador, where they made Bitcoin legal tender. They use it as a way to exchange it without having uh, ridiculously large fees and wait times because Bitcoin is a proof of work network, which is a little bit slower and does cost more sometimes. So um, also Ethereum was created, right? Ethereum is this, uh, another crypto. It, it's another blockchain that actually does its own thing. It's very different from Bitcoin, and that's what we'll get into in a little bit here. Um, it also explains a little bit about the Lightning Network. You can go through and read that yourself. We won't need to go through that right now. Um, let's continue on here. Whoops. I opened up Blender. That's not what I'm trying to do. Okay. Da, 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 got that one, got that one, got that one. Okay. So, Ethereum. Ethereum started in 2014 by Vitalik Buterin and a team of developers with the purpose of expanding on the capabilities of Bitcoin, which is focused mainly on being a method of payment and store value, right? Ethereum created extra layers on the blockchain, making the possibility of decentralized applications a reality. Done by the use of smart contracts and has revolutionized the crypto and tech worlds. Um, smart contracts are another thing that we're going to get into um, in the next presentation. That's going to be with NFTs. Um, Split into 2016, excuse me, split in 2016 when a hack caused the developer team to have two different ideas on how to move forward with the blockchain. Those who wanted to keep the original Ethereum code moved on to create Ethereum Classic by forking it, while those who favored an upgrade to the code continued with the name Ethereum. Um, and that's the Ethereum that we know today. Here's a link to their white paper. You can go through and read all of that, which I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do. Um, we also might do that in one of these shows. And then what's the problem with Ethereum? Although Ethereum is an amazing advancement in technology, it still has a few issues that have come up over the years. Ethereum's gas fees that are uh, fees paid for transactions to be run on the network. Um, it's also explained more later have risen to high prices, making their network very expensive. This is because the amount of users on the network has increased faster than the expansion of the network itself. The scalability issue is what gives room for other blockchains like Solana, Avalanche, and other altcoins to be created and gain popularity. Um, and this is similar to the issue that Bitcoin is running into, right? But this is because the space is expanding so quickly that you know these technologies need to be able to grow with it. Um, and that's an issue that a lot of people are having. You know, Solana tried to address that issue, but in my opinion, they, they're expanding too quickly. Um, you know, you can't, you got to find a happy medium, right? You can't expand too slow and you can't expand too quickly because um, you're going to cause yourself a lot of issues. So continue your education on Ethereum, Bitcoin, all that stuff. There's also one here for altcoins that explains that altcoins refer to every other crypto asset that's not Bitcoin or Ethereum. And it's because Bitcoin and Ethereum are the two largest crypto assets available and most widely used. So the other ones are just considered alts, I guess. Um, and let's see, microcap is explaining that microcap uh, or capital, right? Crypto assets are ones that have extremely small market capitals compared to other crypto assets. These pose a big opportunity to multiply your investment. However, is also a largely risk 
is also largely risky because of how young the project is, making the possibility of the company failing much larger. So you've also got ICOs and IDOs, right? We're talking about these new companies. Well, what about if you want to jump in right at the beginning? So ICOs are very similar to IPOs, like in the stock market, where initial public offering where stocks, or in this case, crypto, are offered up to investors to help a company raise funds for the project. The investors then hold on the uh, hold an asset that could greatly increase in value should the project be successful when launched. Coin market cap, which we talked about in the past, has an ICO list and there's a link to it as well. So you can go through all the different ICOs and check them out and, and be ready when they're available. There's also other websites, but I like coin market caps one. Coin market cap, excuse me. Coin market. <laughs> all right, extremely similar uh, IDOs are extremely similar to ICOs, but generally smaller in size. And the assets, um, IDOs, initial direct offering, right, um, are generally smaller in size, and the assets offered are tradable immediately instead of after the project is launched. And um, in my opinion, IDOs usually tend to have a rougher time than ICOs because as soon as people get that liquidity, people are not uh, fond of holding on to it, so they usually dump it right away, which dumps the price. Um, whereas ICOs, you know, you usually don't get that dump until after the liquidity is released. <laughs> so either way, you're going to get a dump, but, you know, um, just cho choose which one you want, I guess. Do you want it now or later? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay. There's also launch pads. Um, still editing that section. Let's see. All right. Da, 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 da. Okay. Launch pads. One second. There we go. Okay. And then finally, there's meme coins. Um, and yeah, just ugh, meme coins. <laughs> meme coins are crypto assets that are created with the hopes of gaining popularity by using pop culture icons and their ma as mascots. Uh, and logos, so like think like Dogecoin, um, Asscoin, excuse my language, right? All these <laughs> stupid poop coin. Like there's literally like there's there's literally these stupid coins that have these stupid names um, because they know that people are just going to go and buy into it because hey, oh this sounds funny, it looks funny, right? So that's that's literally what they're doing. Um, they also have extremely large circulating supplies, making their price extremely low in comparison to other crypto assets. So like example. Um, the price of, of, you know, of the asset could be like 0.00001,23, which means it's literally like a fraction of a fraction of a cent per item per, you know, per token. By doing this, many people will put their money in because uh, it relates to something they like. And they think that they have a chance to make a large amount of money because of the number amount of crypto of crypto they receive. So imagine like you're getting a million coins just for $200, right? That's, oh my gosh, I have a million coins, right? That makes you feel like like you're a millionaire or something, but it's, it's still worth $200, bro. Like, <laughs> and um, example, Dogecoin, the popular meme currency that gained popularity by using an image of a Shiba Inu dog as a coin of its logo um, that was used in memes. Many dog lovers bought the coin simply for the fact, for that fact, and while not knowing any of the details on the coin itself, while some were able to get away with making a lot of money when the FOMO started, fright, fear of missing out, uh, but more people actually lost money and are still holding that bag. So beware of meme coins, folks. Beware. <laughs> 
while you may get lucky on a meme coin and, and make some profit, they should only be used, or excuse me, only viewed as a gamble with major risk and not so, not a solid con, uh, not a solid candidate for long-term holding. Um, other meme coins that are out there are Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu is one that has a little bit more potential in my opinion. There's Floki Inu, Yoshi, Safe Moon, all these different stupid names um, that are out there that really have no basis in their project. They're just out there to just make money. So uh, if you get lucky, great. Good for you, man. But most often you're not. <laughs> so just avoid that in my opinion. Or if you're going to do it, do it very with very, very low amounts of money that you have absolutely no problem of losing. Um, all right. We got the trading section here. Man, it's going to be a long episode today. We got the trading section here. I'm not going to go through it all because there's a ridiculous amount here that, you know, I'm not going to be able to go through all the aspects of trading within just this episode. Um, so this even might end up being like a two-part episode. Or, you know what? No, I'm just going to run through the basics of it and then you can run through the rest yourself and come back with questions if you have them. So, trading. Trading crypto is a common way to try and increase your portfolio by buying and selling in a market of private sale. Uh, market or private sale, excuse me. Traders often speculate on the increase in price of a specific asset and try to buy them at a low price to, to then sell them at a higher price for a profit. This, in many cases, will be the method that has uh, to pay the most taxes, explained later. However, large profits are possible if you learn to trade with the market. Um, and that's true. If you're gonna if you're gonna trade, especially day trading, you're gonna be paying the most taxes out of anybody because uh, you're taking that. You know um, the financial gains tax every time that you make a trade. So D Y O R, what does that mean? Do your own research. Do your own research. Seriously, do it. The best advice I could ever hope to give you is do your own research, which is why throughout these presentations, there's often links to extra resources um, externally. You know, so you're not just getting the information here. Research is done. Uh, research done by yourself is best because you learn to analyze the data and make sure your own decisions rather than just listening to the influence of one or a few people. So um, here's the different uh, research places that you can go. CoinMarketCap, CoinGecko, MarketWatch, CryptoPanic, uh, CryptoBubbles, LunarCrush, um, YouTube Academy, right? <laughs> YouTube has all the different things that you need there. Um, just be careful because there is a lot of people on YouTube uh, who are paid, so they'll provide information out there that is highly, highly not, you know, just, it's just trash, right? They're just trying to get you to buy something. Um, I might have to update some of these links. I think Crypto Jeb doesn't have a, his main channel anymore. I think they changed it to like Coffee and Crypto or something. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of links here to um, channels that I think are great. Okay, that's doing your own research. Go ahead, read through that. Go in and and your analysis there all right buy and sell process um it leads you through the entire process of buying and selling right so um how to get your wallet choosing a wallet choosing an exchange choosing which cryptos order types dollar cost averaging uh paper trading to learn how to do this before you actually put money in all those different things are included there in the pro uh, buy and sell section and then there's what I think is probably the most powerful part of this um, entire 
well, not okay, not entirely, but this this section of the presentation, um, which is charting and technical analysis, um, because this is going to be what you use to actually figure out when you're going to be buying in, when you're going to be selling, all those different things. I provide a lot of different resources here for technical analysis, so it's going to take some time for you to go through it, but I highly recommend you do it and you set some time for it um, because this is this is probably going to be the most critical critical thing in your success of, of uh, crypto trading. So I have lots of different resources here, um, trading view, trading light, candlesticks, trend lines, volume, moving averages, um, all these different things, right? That will help you gain a better overview of where the price action is moving. Um, I also have a section in here on leverage trading, which I haven't gone through and actually, um, you know, given strategies or anything like that for, because I really don't want people leverage trading, especially right now, because it's not, it's just not, <laughs> it's very, very risky. Um, and unless you have a lot of experience and really know what you're doing, you're, you're going to lose money. Like just, that's just, a, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, um, so if you are leverage trading, be very, very careful, make sure that you're, you're watching it, that you have, um, different things like stop loss orders set to prevent loss of your assets, because it's very easy to get caught up, um, because leverage trading is very similar to gambling. You know, right? Like it's it's very similar to like going to a casino. Um, of course, there are ways to make your chances better by you know actually um, going through and doing the analysis. But you're still at the mercy of the market, um, and as we know, this market can move one way or another very quickly without concern for anyone. Um, so, I warn you: if you're going to get into leverage trading, be very careful. Start low, go slow. Um, build up a strategy, right? Security is another thing that we go through here, which is very important. It talks about using antivirus and VPN services. It talks about wallet safety, which is huge. Uh, it talks about black swan events, which are events that happen randomly that could cause the market to crash and your value to go. Um, it talks about avoiding different scams within the space and what they look like. Um, I'm going to try to add more to that section as well, um, actually like picture and video examples to help people see exactly what they're doing out here to try and uh, scam people because there is a lot out there. And it's not unique to this space. There's scammers everywhere, right? But what is unique is the way that they're scamming. So I've got to try and, and help you understand that more. And it goes through all the different aspects um, to help you increase your security when trading crypto. Then it goes... Uh, there's a taxes section here, but again, I'm not a tax expert and we're not giving tax advice here. So taxes in many cases are still unclear when it comes to crypto and often vary by uh, country and even by state. So consulting a crypto tax lawyer, specifically a crypto tax lawyer, is highly recommended as the information given here is not official financial or tax advice. That being said, crypto oft is often taxed the same way as capital gains. So when you trade it to uh, to fiat, right? dollars there are some uh, methods that can be used to lower your tax liability but you're going to get taxed and caution should be taken and oversight um excuse me but caution should be taken and the oversight of crypto tax lawyer is highly important to avoiding legal issues with this um and don't think you're going to get away from it folks don't think that like oh i use different wallets so they can't track me or i use Monero or other um, privacy coins, so they can't track me. 
sorry, uh, <laughs> with the coming of AI, yeah, that's that's not the case anymore. Um, they have AI programs and software that can literally uh, um, go through and scour the blockchains and, and, you know, gather all the data across different blockchains, um, all from like one transaction. So like, if you mess up one time and you don't have your VPN on, they got your IP. If you mess up one time and send a transaction to a KYC um, platform, they got your they got your information. <laughs> like it's it's that simple. So unless you're doing you know uh, privacy, taking care to do, use privacy um, methods all along the way, you're gonna have a really hard time keeping that privacy. Um, so it's best to just try and and you know keep records of your tax liability and make sure you're paying it just to avoid any issues because even though the government didn't create any of this they are still trying to regulate it um, and they are putting in tax regulations on it so just you don't want to knock on your door from the sec folks um of course if you're not making any money they're not going to come for you but if you get a project that pops off yeah they're going to come for the money <laughs> so have your uh, gooses in a row your your um, T's crossed and I's dotted, all that good stuff. I'll be ready. Okay. We're going through a lot here, so let's give a little quick break. Let's see, we got some people in the room here. One step to wealth. Thank you for joining. You couldn't be on the show today. That's all right. Please get your rest. Continue to rest more. Make sure you're nice and healthy. And we'll be here when you're ready. And let's see. Also goes through DeFi, excuse me, DeFi, which is decentralized finance and the different sectors of it. I do not have too much on there right now for DeFi because, um, in my opinion, you shouldn't be getting into DeFi too much right now. The DeFi protocols are having a lot of issues, so I actually am purposely keeping this um, without the information there. I will go through um, once the markets start to turn around more. I will go through and put the information in there um, so that people can learn, but. For right now, you're going to have to go to other resources because I just I don't feel comfortable um, giving information on how to do this and then people putting their money into DeFi protocols and possibly losing it and then blaming me. So go ahead and learn uh, about it yourself a bit more if you want to. There is some links, I believe, in here like DeFi Llama, stuff like that, um, that you can go through. Uh, yeah, there's a section on it, but it's not there. OK, just go ahead and, and you know, run through it yourself. There'll be more information there soon. I'm actually updating the presentations um you know now and, and i already updated the previous two i gotta update this one some more and then the, uh, the next one as well so in the DeFi section is go through staking mining borrowing and lending liquidity pools um, all those different things and all right let's continue on closing thoughts so trading and using crypto can be extremely risky and in some countries even illegal uh, like recently, I'm hearing that people are dying in Nigeria, being killed because of using crypto. Um, and this is something that, you know, you have to wonder why. Well, it's because of the impact it's creating on the world. This is literally destabilizing governments. So, yeah, they're going to try and fight it every step of the way. So um, please take extreme caution when exploring the crypto world. But also remember that by taking control of your own finances, you're setting yourself up and your family for financial stability for generations to come. We can use the knowledge that we have here to build a higher quality of life 
Um, and then I ask that because of these presentations are free, it's my hope that you will continue to share the information for free and not charge others for what you learn here. Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you for listening and everyone for being here. You can go through the presentation that we talked about here and the other presentations as well, all at web3webs.page. Um, let's see. Look at the market here again before we head out. Yeah, it's, it's still moving sideways a bit, not too much. Um, we did have a little bit of a test down to the line again. Hey, so we might break down. I don't know. We'll see what happens here, folks. I've kept this this um, line that I drew out here on the charts, you know, for the past few months now. So I'm not I'm not changing anything. I'm, you know, you can see everything, um, and you can see exactly how it's been moving. It's it's been going pretty darn close to my prediction. So, um, all right, we're gonna be here again. Let's see. Doo -doo -doo. Gonna be here again Friday. 10 a.m. Central Time. Um, we might have our guest, excuse me, our co-host, one uh, Anoya Steps from One Step to Wealth here again if she's feeling better. Um, I got to talk to her about that, see if she's feeling better on that day. But um, if not, next time we'll be going through the fourth presentation, which is NFTs and the metaverse. Lots, lots of information there. Cool stuff. Um, all right. If you are new to the show, please make sure you're liking, sharing, subscribing, all that good stuff. Um, go ahead and check out the website, web3webs.page. All the links are available in the description. Um, come back to the show next time with some questions so that we can get them answered um, and you know provide the best value for you. If you do want to be a part of the live studio audience in the metaverse on spatial.io, you're going to need your studio pass. So go ahead to the links in the description, get your studio pass on Rarible by purchasing it with Ethereum. And then you can be in the live studio audience with us and hang out after the show to hang out, ask questions, chat, all that good stuff. Um, and let's see, any more updates? Do, do, do. I have uh, some, some other updates from my own personal projects. Um, full plate NFT, I actually had to put on hold for a little while. Um, I'm not getting enough support for the project, so I'm um, working at I'm reworking, excuse me, reworking the roadmap, trying to make it better, to make it more impactful, and actually have it, um, you know, to where it makes more sense to people because it seems like it's still a little bit confusing. So um, once that is done, I will be putting out the updated uh, roadmap for full plate NFTs. So if you are interested in learning about it already. Go ahead and check out fullplatenft.com. The collection is on hold for now, but it will be back up soon once I get all this figured out. Because um, I have a lot of things running right now, and I want to make sure that I'm providing the most value uh, to the collectors, as well as providing the, the best impact to the people that I'm helping. Um, so that's that. Let's see. Oh. Um, I am starting, well, we'll see if I keep it going, but um, tomorrow I'm going to be doing the first of a new room on Clubhouse um, called Building in the Metaverse 3D, VR, AR, and XR. So anybody who wants to just come and have an open chat about those things, uh, come on by on Clubhouse uh, tomorrow, 5.30 p.m. I'm going to try to do it weekly if, if uh, I can stick to it. I do have a lot of things I'm doing, though. Um, but I'm definitely going to do it tomorrow and see how the show out or the turnout is. If, if we get a good reaction, I might keep it going. 
Um, oh, big, big announcement. I have a large project that I'm building, very large project that is uniting multiple communities across the Web3 space um, and doing it, you know, to the tune of music, actually bringing the rhythm to the metaverse. That's the idea. So we're looking for uh, teachers, musicians, artists, uh, dancers, metaverse builders, you know, all these different things who are looking to join a project that is actually going to make an impact, that is going to do what it says it's going to do, right? It's not just an idea, just like a hype thing, you know, just, oh, yeah, let's all get hyped around this project and, uh, and then it just disappears. No, this is something that I'm building that is actually going to make an impact on people's lives, that it's going to revolutionize the Web3 space. So I encourage you to reach out to me if you're in any of those um, spaces that I talked about recently, musicians, artists, um, dancers, right? All those different things. Link in with me. Look up Rhythm Mutant University. We've got uh, some information out there. You can um, find it if you want to. And then just contact me if you want. Or send an email to careers at rhythmmutant.university. All right, y'all. That was the rest of the show for the day. All the updates I could give you. Um, let's see. Yeah, lots more on the way, though. I have a lot of updates um, that I'm going to be giving here pretty soon. I just have to keep everything on the low until it's more secured and, and solidified. Um, but lots of stuff on the way, y'all. You're going to be surprised. So make sure you're following Web3Webs. Um, on all the different platforms here on the Colin app, YouTube, different podcasting platforms. I'm going to be um, actually uploading them to the podcasting platforms myself here soon. Um, and YouTube and Spatial, all that. And make sure that uh, you're also following me, Expohiti, on all my different platforms. You can find my links at expohiti.com. Or if you want the links for the Web3 Web stuff, go to web3webs.page. And yeah, we'll see you here on Friday. We're going to be going through the fourth presentation like I talked about. Or if um, Anointed Steps is feeling better, we'll have her on the show again. And yeah, that's it for today. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for hanging out. I will see y'all on Friday. Do, 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 do. I got to get like a little, a little sound effect, you know, to play at the end of the show or in the beginning of it. <laughs> All right, y'all. My my avatar is dancing on the way out here. I will see y'all later. Peace out.